Welcome to Two Travel Dads Podcast. Here we share our favorite destinations, travel tips, ideas for saving money, and stories from our adventures. Be sure to check out our show notes at twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes. Hey, welcome to another episode of Two Travel Dads Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Chris. And today we are talking about two awesome places, um, Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando Resort. So both are awesome um, theme park complexes in Orlando, Florida. And um, yeah, we're going to kind of dish about what's different, what's the same about the two, um, how you can kind of decide which is right for you or your family for their trip, all that stuff. So you're ready to dig into it? Uh, sure. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Um, so this is actually take two because <laughs> our first conversation was a little bit crazy. Uh, but one of the things that we were chatting about on our first go round was where um, everything is located. So Orlando is a really big city and you've got Walt Disney World um, down by Kissimmee and then you've got Universal Orlando up around the convention center area and I drive and all that stuff. Um, how far did you say it was if you're going between the two? Yeah, I was just curious, like how, how far it was between each resort. And it's uh, I, it depends on the time of day. But, um, you know, without traffic, it's about 20 minutes. With traffic, it's about 40 minutes, right? So it's just yeah. going to depend. I was trying to think about how easy it is to maybe hop between the parks. But I think just trying to even hop between Walt Disney World parks is difficult. So we'll, we'll get yeah, into that. But. We'll definitely get into that. <laughs> But yeah, no, you're right. So it is about 20 minutes without traffic. Um, it's it's quite the ride. For some reason, Orlando has really bad traffic. It's I don't get it. Um, but yeah, so it, each one is about 30, 35 minutes from Orlando International Airport. Airport code is MCO, if you need to look that up for any reason. Um, but yeah, so you can get between the two if you are staying at one of the resort hotels at, and you want to go to the other set of parks, you totally can. Um, you just have to plan it right. Right. Yeah, and then, de well, depending on what you need for transportation, they actually offer some services for you to get right from the hotel. Uh, I'm sorry, not from the hotel, but from the airport right to your hotel if you're staying on property at either uh, Disney World or Universal Studios. Yeah, so Disney World has a couple things. Um, they've got the Magical Express, and that's something that when you book your Disney World um, Resort Hotel, because it, it's available for most Disney World Resort Hotels, when you book it, you give them your flight information, and they'll go ahead and they'll get you set up with Magical, Magical Express so that you can um, have that arranged in advance. Um, with Universal Orlando, you do have to book that on its own, it is an additional, it's a vacation add-on. It's not just provided by the resort, so you do need to plan that in advance as well. And it's an additional cost. But it is an easy way to get from the airport there without having to deal with you know, taxis, Ubers, rental cars, anything like that. Yeah, and I like that they manage your bags for you. Uh, yeah, um, that's I remember great. that, and that, that made the process pretty simple. Yeah, and in fact, yeah, if you are... Um, if you are landing and then going directly into the parks, they'll even deliver your bags to your hotel and to your room and everything. It's like magic. It is like magic. Speaking of magic, if you're staying at a Disney World hotel and you're doing this and you've got your magic band in advance, your magic band, it has your ticket loaded onto it. It is what you can use to charge. It is your hotel room key. All that stuff. It is magic. So don't lose that. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the basics of 
you know, getting to the individual resorts. Um, but let's kind of talk about the resorts themselves. So the, one of the questions that I thought would be fun to talk about is who do you think is the kind of the target for Disney world? Who do you think is the, the target visitor for universal Orlando? Mm. What's your thoughts? Disney world. Are, are you thinking it's best or kind of aimed at families at multi-generational mm. people, groups of friends? Um, I think it's targeted at people who are fans of Disney characters. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know it seems like really simple, right? But honestly, I think it's if you are like a huge Mickey mini fan, if you if you love the Fat Five, you know, if you love um, the, you know, uh, Frozen character. Real quick, who are like, the Fab Five? That's Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and Pluto. Okay, good. Right? Fab Five. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's anybody who is a huge fan of Disney. Um, really wants to go to Disney World because you can experience all of your characters that you remember, uh, you know, growing up with as a child. Uh, and you get to experience that while you're there. Um, you know, character breakfast, you'll get to see Chip and Dale, you'll get to see Pluto and Goofy and, you know, all of your friends there. And as you're walking around in the park, um, you know, you get to see um, all the characters there too. And you might want to share that experience now with your child if you're able to go to Disney World you know, as a kid, and now you get to experience that and share that uh, magic, if you will, right with your kids. So I think that's kind of the target audience because it can be multi-generational. It can be big groups. It can be you and your friends, but it's for people who really like Disney. Yeah. I think that's, that's actually a really smart way to, to talk about it and think about it is that it is for Disney fans versus like a specific age group or anything like that. Cause yeah. like when I think of universal, the, attractions there the rides are so much more i feel like so much more intense and there's definitely some things at universal that really pack a punch versus just have like the magic flair to them yeah and i think the universal does kind of target less so of the just the fans of universal products um or universal movies or anything like that or warner brothers movies but they go for the people who want to have a specific type of fun so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like they definitely target people who enjoy like superheroes, you know, um, all of your comic book characters, mm. um, you know, thinking of Spider-Man and um, oh, gosh, what's the girl with the white in her hair? Rogue. The Rogue, right. The kids love seeing and Storm. Her, right. And Storm and um, and Hulk and, and all of the, the characters that you'll find on, you know, Islands of Adventure. I think kids who are into, you know, superheroes are really going to enjoy that experience, which is different than what you get at Disney. Yeah. Um, but and you, do, do you know, I don't know if you realize this when we were at like Hollywood Studios at Disney World, that there was no Marvel stuff anywhere, even yeah. though Disney owns Marvel? No, I, I noticed that. I noticed that there was um, Star Wars stuff there. Yeah. So there's Star Wars stuff. But the reason that there's no Marvel stuff at Disney World, but there is at Disneyland. In fact, they're <clears throat> building the whole um, Avengers campus in California Adventure at Disneyland. But um, the reason there's no Marvel stuff at Disney World is because Universal in Islands of Adventure has Superhero Island, and they've got the rights to that, and hmm. Disney cannot produce any Marvel stuff in Florida while they still have um, Superhero Island yeah. at Islands of Adventure. Interesting. So that's why you can meet Captain America yeah. and Spider-Man and everybody there. And then you go to Disneyland, and you're like, oh, hey, everybody's here too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the other thing I think, too, and, and don't get me wrong, like, 
Disney World actually has really amazing coasters too as well. There's some really great thrill rides at Disney World, but I think you're just speaking to a different, um, you know, group of people in the in, based off their interests, right? So there's some kids out there who are like they want to be a wizard, right? And more so than they want to be a princess. So I think like your little boys and girls who are really into like magic based off watching those movies, they're gonna want to go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter because that's so much cooler to them than being a princess versus those who totally love dressing up princess dresses or want to be a prince, love the magic at Disney, they're going to go there. Um, so I think that, again, it goes back to what, do, what is your kid like? What do you guys like? Are you more into wizards and superheroes heroes, or are you more into Disney characters? Yeah. Hmm. That's funny. I really had never thought about it like that in terms of who, like, that it's an interest-based thing versus age groups and like family groups yeah. and stuff. So I mean, you're, totally, say, you're like, totally spot on. <laughs> the, the boys, like our boys, they love their wands. Oh my gosh. Right. And so even here at home, I'll say this, they play more with their wands and trying to cast magic spells, which we help support. Um, <laughs> uh, and more so than like putting on their ears. It's, it's, I, that's true. Yeah. Even though there are times where the um, Sully horns from Monsters, Inc. Oh, they do come out. Those come out. Yeah. Right yeah. It's I new. think it's because he's a monster though. I know. Yeah, that's true too. But I do think if we were to ask the boys, hey, tomorrow, do you want to go to Disney World or do you want to go to Wizarding World of Harry Potter? They, they would choose straight Wizarding up World Wizarding of Harry World Potter. and the rest of Universal Orlando sure for Disney World. Yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting. Hmm. Good times. Um, so I think it goes back to you. What do you, what do your kids like? What do you like? Yeah. You know? And it's funny because if I were given the choice, actually, no, we can't get into this yet because I have that as our like closing question. Got it. Okay. So let's well, we know what the boys that. would choose. Yeah, we know what the kids would choose. We'll save our opinions for the for the end. Um, okay. So we've kind of dished through all that, um, but let's talk about each one about Disney World and then about Universal Orlando and what is our favorite of each resort and 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 why. So between them, um, like thinking about Disney World, do you have a particular park that is your favorite of them because we've got the magic kingdom disney's hollywood studios there is epcot, epcot. and then um animal kingdom yep so w- which of those is, is your fave so after experiencing each of them my favorite is definitely animal kingdom yeah mine is too that place was <laughs> awesome i mean the theming was super cool they had really great shows great food great, the food was amazing really good food there um, and I really liked the, the mix of rides that they had. Um, it was just, I, I really enjoyed our, our time there. And I Plus really that, enjoyed having did... downtime at Animal Kingdom too. That was great. What did we do for downtime? We borrowed other people's kids and let them all just kind of run crazy in dinosaur land where we just kind of, well, whether you took Oliver and Elliot and I just walked around Pandora and yeah. Oh, and that's right. It was it's just Pandora in Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. That, that, that ride actually is truly amazing. Yeah. That area is that was Oliver's favorite place, but mine too as well. It was it was really amazing. Yeah, no. So Animal Kingdom definitely wins for both of us for what we love more. Yeah, it's got the Pandora ride, and it also has um, is that it's called Mount Flight Ever- of Passage? Flight of Passage, <laughs> um, and then the the Everest ride. What's oh my that gosh, Mount Everest! Um, Mount Everest. Uh, gosh, you don't remember what it's called? You know what? I can look it up on my blog. Yeah, we'll find it in a moment. But anyways, <laughs> you could just see it. I mean, Expedition Everest is Expedition what it's called. Expedition Everest. Um, 
Again, super cool coaster. Oh, um, and a little startling. Fast. Well, that's what makes it amazing, right? <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't startling, it'd be boring. Yeah. No, it, but it you know be... what, though? No. So more startling than that, though, was um, the Aerosmith rock and what was it? Was I it? love that. Yeah. Uh, the Aerosmith coaster um, in... In Hollywood Studios. My gosh, yeah. that was just... That was intense. Yeah. Again, so some really good rides still at Walt Disney World. Yeah. But um, d- I think that was more intense than Expedition Everest myself. Hmm. Could just be me. You know? Well, I, you're a little bit more sensitive to coasters than I am. Well, so I'm not going to say why the Aerosmith coaster was so intense and so startling because I don't want to spoil that for anybody who hasn't been on it. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely, it got me and I was not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yeah. Anyways. I'll just have to say, hold on to your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hold on to your stuff and hold on to your tummy too. Cause yeah. And it's all in the dark. Um, anyway. So yeah. So animal kingdom is the solid winner for both of us for Walt Disney world. Um, what about universal Orlando resort? So we've got, um, universal studios, got islands of adventure, and then Volcano Bay. What about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? The Wizarding World of Harry Potter is a concept that spans two parks. So within... So here's something... I'm super confused. A little insight for us. I've been to Universal Orlando Resort eight times, and Chris has been once. (laughs) So we have a little bit different understanding of those parks and stuff. So... Here is the scoop with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Uh, When you're in Universal Studios, you enter through um, the brick wall or through King's Cross Station, and um, you go into Diagon Alley, right? So that's where you'll find Diagon Alley. That's where you find Gringotts. That's where you find Nocturne Alley, that whole portion of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And then, if you want, you can ride the Hogwarts Express and head over to Islands of Adventure, where you get off the train at Hogsmeade. And that's where you find Hogwarts and the three broomsticks and everything is covered in snow. That's where you find Hagrid's um, magical adventure or magical motorbike adventure, all that stuff. Um, That is in Islands of Adventure. Got it. I think regardless of how you get from point A to B, I think the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, which coexists in two different other areas, would still be my favorite. So, but with that, though, like talking about parks, they're in different parks. So if you don't have a park ticket that gets you access to each of the Universal Orlando parks, you only get to experience part of the Wizarding World. So So you you can't take that train? Not if you only have a ticket for Universal Studios. So if you got the the ticket that goes between parks, then yeah, you can totally you can hop on the Hogwarts Express and go from um, from the station at Diagon Alley over to the other theme park and get off in Hogsmeade. That's a big nugget of information for people to know, right? Yeah. So if, if you have the pass that gets you between all the parks, then great. You don't have to worry about it whatsoever. But if you have one that is only for one park for one day and you choose to go into Universal Studios, but you really, really wanted to, you know, see Hogwarts, you chose the wrong park. Some crafty design to increase sales for sure. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's true. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's smart, but, but it's also like I, I had no idea. I think, and that's because we had access to all the parks. Yeah, we did have but access to all the super parks. Super great for you know listeners to know that um, you can't access the complete wor- Wizarding World of Harry Potter unless you have two different park tickets. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's kind of like think of it like wanting to spend your morning in Magic Kingdom and then end your night watching a laser show in Animal Kingdom. They are not connected, and you do have to transport between the parks. Yeah. You have to have a ticket that allows you to do that. They make it clear, though, because they just separate them as parks. There's not like some type of major attraction that blends between two parks, though, right? That's correct. Yeah. But Universal Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios are also very much separated, and when you get onto the Hogwarts Express, before you get on it, they have to scan your ticket to make sure that you have access to both parks. They, they yeah. you just, you, you might not have had to ever pay attention to that because I, I mentioned, the yeah, yeah, I mentioned that, like yeah. I didn't have to pay attention to that. So I, I had no idea. Yeah. But still that combined experience is my favorite. Yes. So, but, but I'm glad we had that conversation because <laughs> it brought out a really important piece of information for people to know. Yeah. That never actually, I'm thinking about all of our blog posts. I don't think I ever talk about that anywhere. Yeah. I would want to know Sounds that as a like consumer I need to do because then I could be like, you know, totally let down. I'm like, I wanted to go to all this stuff, but now I need to buy two tickets. What? Yeah. Okay. Make note of that. I will update that and <laughs> add that huge nugget of information. Whew. Good times. See, there's lots of good reasons to have a podcast. You discuss things that you don't think about when you're writing. And my other most memorable thing is going to get at Moe's, by the way. Oh my gosh. Okay. So then... If there wasn't the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, would you pick Universal Studios as your favorite then? Because we still haven't decided that. Because, mm, I mean, the whole... No. Really? No, I choose Volcano Bay. Oh, okay. Well, I... I okay. Because there was so much <laughs> more... There was a lot to do there, and it's really warm in Florida. So I thought their their water park was really amazing. It and is the got, most amazing water park ever. They have ever. really great slides, and I love the... Um, the, the slide coaster, if you will, right? So it has, you're actually on a tube, but the tube oh, has Krakatoa. little pockets. Krakatoa. So cool. The tube has little pockets um, so that um, as to get you going uphill, there's jet streams that push you up the hill. And, and do you know what else there is that actually does that? Because you know how you do go so fast yeah. uphill? There's actually, it's a magnet track. Oh, and there's magnets oh, in the inner tubes, okay. and that's how it launches you, huh. as it pulls you with magnets. Yeah, but it's so... They have really great slides over there. Like I could spend like all day. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Well, I think we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and while they're all re- there are really great rides, um, you know, at the the rest of the you know other parks, um, I, I really did enjoy time at Volcano Bay. Yeah. So my pick, I would actually choose Islands of Adventure as my favorite of the three theme parks at Universal, um, just because it's got Jurassic Park, which I think is incredible. Not just not just the ride, but the actual like Jurassic Park land where you can have an encounter with a Velociraptor, and there are there's a cool, actual like dinosaur playground, and yeah, there's that. There's the King Kong ride, which I think is amazing, and then there's the whole um, comic book cartoon area that has um, Ripsaw Falls, that is the most soaking wet water ride ever. More so than Krakatoa, or the, oh my gosh, or the like drops. That what's the the name of the? There was that one water slide in Volcano Bay where you just shoot out. You're like standing there in a little capsule. Okay, and the floor drops so, and you go poof, right in the water. So doing a water slide where you are in the water, 
<laughs> you know what? The, I would actually venture to say that Ripsaw Falls is equally soaking as a water slide at Volcano Bay. It definitely is more wet than Krakatoa. Interesting. Yeah. So Krakatoa is the one where you're in the inner tube. Yeah. You get more wet on Ripsaw Falls. Got it. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I actually I've done don't that with know groups of friends and we've all gotten off like to. we've we how have you missed it? I don't know everything that you just talked about. And I'm like, I have not done. Oh, I'll show you pictures later of you. Oh no, I remember. Mm, I remember. I don't remember anything about Jurassic Park. I don't remember this this ride that you were just talking about. Chris is older than me, and he's losing his memory. Mm, I'd love to see the pictures of me in Jurassic <laughs> Land. <laughs> oh, Jurassic Land. <laughs> okay, let's just <laughs> let's just move on. Um. Anyways, so there you go. We got a difference of opinion there. Um, of everything. So we kind of started getting into this, th- talking about like what the kids enjoyed the most. So I, th- I think Wait, you... What was the other... Isn't there another park, though? So you talked to... Um, what was your favorite that you just mentioned? Islands of Adventure. And is there another... What's the Universal... What's in Universal Studios? Universal Studios has um, the Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, that's the big red one that shoots you... It takes you up, and then it just drops you off the edge. You did that. Um, you really did. Where's the Hulk? The Hulk is in Islands of Adventure okay. in Superhero Island. Yeah. so I remember going there because I remember <laughs> Transformer Ride and the Spider-Man Ride. Yeah, so it, um, at Universal Studios, that's where you've got the rock and roller coaster and all of the backlot stages, and that's where you there's a bunch of rides that you didn't do. But then you've got um, the Transformers Ride is there. That's where you've got the Minion Ride and yeah, men that. in black that that's fun. where springfield is so you can go and get a beer at moe's and drink duff's beer and well and get the donut and get the big pink donut oh, it's amazing and all that stuff and that's also where you enter diagon alley for that entrance to wizarding world of harry potter so that's that's all stuff that's in universal studios and that's where they've got the whole backlot area where it looks like you're walking in like chicago or new york or san francisco all that stuff and they can do filming got it got it yeah anyways cool does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, so earlier we started to talk about what the kids were enjoying the most. And I think I think that, yeah, I mean, Chris was right. They loved being able to cast spells in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. That just, that was absolutely incredible. So then at Walt Disney World, what would you say the kids would pick? Like if they could only go to one park for one day, where do you think they would end up if we were over at Walt Disney World? Oh, they, they would pick the Animal Kingdom. You think so? I do, for sure. I think they'd pick the Magic Kingdom. You do? Yeah. Why? Well, because especially having just been in Disneyland Mm -hmm. and repeatedly having to tell them, no, there's no mine car. There's no Seven Dwarfs mine train for us to do. Oh, that's right. That's a good ride. Between that and Thunder Mountain, and especially now that Oliver has conquered Space Mountain and all this, I'm pretty sure that the kids would hands down... Pick Magic Kingdom any day. Yeah, you're probably right. Just because of this recent experience in Disneyland, I mean, they just conquered most of their fears. And so I think with all of the rides at uh, Magic Kingdom, they're most familiar with. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. And I also, I'm just thinking back to um, Oliver specifically watching the fireworks at Disney World. Do you remember that? It was my favorite experience ever. Oh, my gosh. He literally was... danced. Yeah. The whole entire time. Like standing in front of us, like every time a firework would go off, like his arms would be fireworks and he would be dancing and jumping and 
Oh, it wasn't uh, every it, time fireworks were going off. It was, it just, was constant. just constant throughout oh every my gosh. single and It was like a 20 minute song. fireworks yeah. display. And oh my goodness, it was amazing. The, the boys loved it. So yeah, I think hands down, they would pick Magic Kingdom if yeah. they had just one. Because then they could do Splash Mountain, Thunder mm-hmm. Mountain, Space Mountain, the Mine Train, right? Yeah. As well as then all the, the fun stuff. That Everything they love. But yeah, yeah, I think that Animal Kingdom would be a close second for them. Definitely a close second. But yeah. Actually, Elliot would pick Hollywood Studios because that's where Toy Story Land is. And all that Elliot cares about in this life Toy Story Mania. Toy Story Mania. <laughs> because that's him. Good times. Um, so kind of moving, changing tracks um, like a train. Um, thinking about getting around each group of theme parks, I think that's something that also really has to be taken into consideration if you're like picking one plan and you're not going to be going like in between Universal and Walt Disney World. Understanding kind of how they're laid out and how you get between them I think is important because with Universal you've got um, some great options of being able to really simply um, either walk the trail between your hotel except for the new the Endless Summer Hotels those are way far away and you have to take the bus Um, the resort bus not just like public transportation um, but you can walk anywhere from the um, resort hotels to the different theme parks. So that's really nice and easy. Like, for example, Cabana Bay has its own special entrance to Volcano Bay. And from... So ideal. Yeah. And like from Sapphire Falls or from, um, gosh, and all the rest of them, from Portofino, all the different hotels, you can take the resort boats that just go along all the canals. So it's a really easy, super easy transportation. And it's not a long boat ride and it's not complicated by any means. So I think that's something that is really great about the hotels at Universal Orlando. Um, Not so much. Not so much at Disney World. World. No, put it this way. We had to catch a lift. Yeah, there was times where we... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where we would catch Lyft instead of trying to figure out Wait how to... Wait for the bus. Yeah. Take the bus from Disney Springs to anywhere. Yeah. Disney Springs is like the downtown Disney of Disney World. And um, and they do have shuttle transportation between the parks, but you have to wait for it. Yes, you do. And you, if you don't get that one shuttle, then you're going to have to wait for the next one. Yeah. And it, Disney World really is just so spread out that if you want to go between the parks in any given day, you, you're kind of host. Well, you just, you're not, you have to just really plan for it. And just like you wait for rides, you have to wait for buses. Yeah. And so that's the only, that's the downside. So, I mean, if you play it right and you just spend one day in one park, the next day in another park, the next day in another park, and don't want to, you know, um, go bounce between, between parks, them or go back to your hotel. Exactly. <laughs> then, then you're fine. But it's, it, I was surprised at the time it took to get between parks. It's funny, like thinking about our overall, like we had a week at Disney World and the only like complaint that I have is really the transportation and and going anywhere. It, it was such a headache and a hassle that you would start your day or end your day by being a little bit irritated. <laughs> and Just with the buses. Yeah, it just... But there are some resort hotels that are like right next to Animal Kingdom or right next to the Magic Kingdom. Like you can walk from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom or you can walk from, it's a long walk, but you can walk from the Animal Kingdom Lodge 
over to the park. It's got a really long, I think it's like a mile or something like that, walkway. Um, so, I mean, there there are ways to get from the hotels to certain parks, but even still, you're you're going to be going far. So, anyways, that is just something to consider. <laughs> and plan for. I mean, if you don't know about it, it's good to know that there is shuttle service between parks, but you are going to wait. So thinking about getting between all the parks and how close things are, how easy, easily accessible it is to go in between them, um, I think that's one of the things that I really love about Universal Orlando is that, for me, it's such a stress-free experience in comparison to Disney World. Disney World, to me, was actually very stressful from figuring out like their max pass like fast pass system to getting between parks getting between the hotel and parks that was all very stressful to me and you had people planning things out months in advance all around us and families that were like oh we have to go here now oh um that i i didn't love that and with universal you've got people who have express passes and great they'll jump in line if they want to they're not freaking out Remind about everything. Remind me how the Express Pass worked. I don't remember. Did we carry something special? Did no, we have it, a band? It was like, something that was added onto our ticket. So you yeah. get your ticket and then you can add Express Pass to yeah. it. And then it's just kind of, it's like a Fast Pass. That yeah. It's not like you can do it in advance. It's just if you want to use your Express Pass, then you scan it at the line that you're going into. And it's, it's not limited. It is just, you can't do it in advance. You just do your Express Pass for whatever ride you're going on to. Yeah, so pretty simple then cuz it's basically it's not, cut the line. Yeah, but it's not like you're scanning your ticket every at every single ride. It's only you're scanning your ticket cuz you're using the express pass lane. Yeah, right? So, I mean, unlike like when you're going, I mean, I remember when we were at Disney World, we always had that magic band on. Always mm-hmm. had the magic band. You know, but at Disney World or not Disney World, Universal Studios, you didn't have like all these additional things. It's just you had your ticket that granted you express pass. Yeah. Yeah, it was really simple, mm-hmm. and I I really preferred that method to the complicated like sign into a phone and then try and get a, get a pass for later in the day and things like that. So, but you know everybody's different, and I think that um, choosing which park your or parks you're gonna do, I don't think it's gonna be colored too much by all these different things that I've got issues with. But well, again, <laughs> it goes back to what what experience are you looking for and. Um, what do you want to see? What do you want to experience? So then rolling all this up into one thing, if you were going to book one trip for us today to either Disney World or Universal Orlando, thinking about what you've done and haven't gotten to do and the ease of it all, what the kids enjoyed, what you enjoyed, which would you pick? Universal. Yeah. Hands down. All right. But now I know I have to get two tickets, which I didn't know about, to be able to access a complete world. If but if you're going to be doing it for multiple days, you're already well, covered yeah, by I it. I mean, it makes sense, yeah. right? And it's already going to be cheaper than trying to it's do It's like more when you get multi-day park, ho- park hoppers at Disneyland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I also would pick Universal Orlando if I was going to book a trip today and um, had to pick one of them. I would, I would also pick Universal Orlando. And I didn't think that we would both pick that. Well, <laughs> and if I had to choose between... Disneyland or Disney World, not part of this podcast, but now it is. I choose Disneyland in a heartbeat. I also would choose Disneyland in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Super easy. Yeah, that's for a different podcast. Yeah, we have that podcast recorded. You can download it also. That's I know it was a different <laughs> podcast. 
Yeah, good times. Um, <laughs> is there any other stuff that you think that we should just hit on real quick, or do you think we should wrap it up? I think we I think we really covered what the differences are and kind of what to consider before you completely book and plan something. Well, what I will say is also at Universal, they have the Blue Man Group, which we tried to do, <laughs> but the kids were so freaked out oh my and gosh. crying, we, we had to leave. So we have yet to see it, but if you get to go and you get to go to the Blue Man Group, let us know how it is. Maybe it, this next time we'll be able to do it. It started pretty darn cool, but yeah, good point. That's that's another thing to consider is what your kids can handle. <laughs> so, And times. I think regardless of where you go, it's probably smart to bring your own misting fan. Yes, for sure, because it gets hot. Um, and they're 20 bucks in the park. And they are 20 bucks in the park, that's true. Um, so that wraps up our chit-chat about Disney World versus Universal Orlando Resort and what we would pick. If you've got questions or you have varying opinions, because no doubt there are some, feel free to leave a comment um, on the show notes page on twotraveldads.com. And then also feel free to also leave us a review or share us, subscribe through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And tune in next time. That's what we'll check. Talk to you later. All right. See you guys. Bye. Two Travel Dads podcast is written by Rob and Chris Taylor and produced by Rob Taylor in Suquamish, Washington. If you would like to be on Two Travel Dads podcast or sponsor it, please visit us at twotraveldads.com slash work.